Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. There's a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. Thank you. Keep doing it. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code Stu for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Stu. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Good afternoon, Billy Gill. Hello, how are you, Sugats? Uh, I am doing well. We'll uh, we'll get to our guest and what we're doing with him in just a second. But you oh. were talking, you were talking, a little mystery, Bill. You were talking uh, right before we started recording that you have assumed the position of fantasy football commissioner and you were complaining as to why you took the position because everyone knows that being a commissioner only means one thing. More work. Yeah. I, what are you doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I started this league years ago, and every year I forget that I was the commissioner of the league. So I'll right. start getting like all the calls and texts from all the people in the league saying, hey, when are we starting the league? When are we starting the league? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what are you asking me for? And then I'll always get the email from ESPN right around this time saying it's time to restart your league and i'm like oh crap that's why everybody's asking me i assume that they're just like oh he knows what's going on i'm like i don't know what's going on but it's because i'm the commissioner and i don't know how this happened 
Um, but there's a lot of pressure in being the commissioner because now I need to figure out the day and time that I want to do the draft. And yes, it's a lot of work. I mean, it really well, he, is. I'm surprised a, you took this on. Like, are you a good commissioner? Or, oh like, no, do you, do you have to make rulings ever. Like, very rarely. Like this, this league is somewhat on the up and up. There's not a lot of cheating. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I don't know if there was a buy-in. I think this is more just like a friends and family bragging rights league. Right. Um, but here's another thing that I need to figure out as commissioner. And I don't know if you've ever been commissioner, but there's like when you win a fantasy championship, people want some sort of trophy or something, right? That they win, yeah. especially if there's no money involved. Right. So I, I, for years now, have said, you know what? I need to go and I need to make a trophy so that the winner gets something and then we can keep it and just like engrave the winner in it or whatever, right? Here's the problem I won last year. Right. So, if I decide to do this, it's like I'm buying myself a trophy because I'm the champion. And right. I feel like I can't just go and buy myself a trophy. So it's almost like I don't think that I can do this trophy idea until someone else is the champion, right? Got Which it. is now yes. another year down the road. But Billy, do you really want a trophy? Like if you win, who cares? Save yourself the time and the money. Just don't get a trophy. Like, do you need validation for winning fantasy? It's a friends and family league. I mean, I, I feel like someone might care and think it's cool to have this and have their name on it, but you're probably right. I mean, I guess no one really does actually care about this. Should we do a fantasy podcast? You and I, I want to, I really yeah. do. Yeah. Should we do it with Matthew cherry? <laughs> Matthew cherry, huh? Yeah, Matthew cherry. Yes. Would, uh, do you think that, do you think that Inferno would ever come on? If we did a fantasy league, uh, I know Inferno podcast. come on. Really? Yeah. So if, yeah for people who don't know, uh, I was getting tired of doing all these fantasy leagues, especially baseball. It's too much work. And so I, uh, I have a hired gun. His name is Inferno. That's his nickname. And we have won like five out of seven years since he joined me. I know he's really good at baseball. I know he's really good at basketball. I am not certain how good he is with football. In fact, I will tell you that football bores him. He'll do it, Billy, yeah. only because there's so much guesswork and he doesn't like guesswork. I was just going to say yes. football is the one that involves the most luck and guesswork at all out of all of them, because like right. your week all comes down to one performance. And if yes. there's an injury, your season's ruined if it's yes. the wrong person. So, yes, but he would absolutely do. He'd do it year round with us. It, like He would do football. He'd entertain doing football as long as we agreed to do baseball and basketball, because oh. those are baseball is really his specialty. Yeah. Like, that's so you, where you just lie to him now and say we're going to do fantasy, ba <laughs> a fantasy baseball <laughs> podcast. So he gets us through football season and then we're done with him. <laughs> done. I mean, he's one of my closest friends. <laughs> can I ask you? Can I ask you a question about Inferno without revealing too much? Because I feel like Inferno. Well, I don't know. Does Inf is Inferno someone that likes to kind of be just known as like Inferno? Is Inferno kind of like a look at me, Louie, that wants the attention? No, he's very. He he's a, he's a wonderful person. He's he's somewhat private. Um, I would say even a little bit shy. So I, I worry about him mm. speaking into a microphone. I've talked ah. to him about doing this before. He said he there's two ways to do it. He can actually do it and we'll we'll help him through it. Right. Yeah. Um, or he could just that give sounds us like work for us. Yeah. Right. Or he could just give us the information and let us reveal and, it. Yes. And well, then we pretend that it's us revealing it and it's not. Inferno. We could, well, no, we could put it on the, hey, this is what Inferno has to say, and we're the ones delivering it, and it's just his information. To answer your question is, he's not a look at me, Louie, at no. all. What like, does Inferno no. do for a living? 
Uh, I, I will tell you this about Inferno. Oh, I Inferno, like the mystery. Inferno, he went to Penn. He is super smart. He's great with numbers. Mm. Okay. Um, and he's very friendly with the uh, former Astros GM, <laughs> Luna, the guy who got fired. Oh, God. which is also incidentally why we had Jose Altuve on our on our team three consecutive years. First round pick. He took Altuve three consecutive years. We won two out of the three years. How about that? I mean, but he's a pen guy, Billy. He's a pen grad. He's super smart. I don't know exactly what he does for a living. He wins fantasy league. He's one of your <laughs> closest friends, you just said. Yeah, but I don't know the exact listen. I don't know, Billy. What do you want from me? I'm with you. I'm with you because a lot of times like back in college or like shortly after college, I'd have people like asking about like friends of mine, like close friends. Like, what did they like study? And I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know. (laughs) They they went to UF and I don't know what they did there. I'm not 100 (laughs) percent. They graduated. I don't know. What what it is he does. I think they do something with like city planning or plants or something. I don't know what the hell they do. Don't ask me. Right. Uh, listen, I am convinced at this point, Inferno knows like every minor league system. He can rank them. He knows the players. Like I'm convinced he, I think his dream job would be general manager of a baseball team. That would be yeah. a dream. And so he does something with numbers. Okay. <laughs> like he's a very numbers oriented guy. It feels like he had the in with Lou now. And that, that has now obviously gone away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. I, I listen, I impressed him a million times to get Lou now on the ship. Uh, yeah. How about that? Yeah. How about the two of them together? Ooh, how about this? Inferno and Lou now give us fantasy football advice. That would be good. Uh, Inferno would, it, would do it. There's there's another person that we do it with. Um, Dino, Danny Katz is his name. I've talked about him a lot. And he's 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 equally as good. Like, they're both very good. They would both do it. Danny has a bit more personality than Inferno does. Uh, but they would both come on with us and do it along with Matthew Cherry. I mean, <laughs> just Cherry for some entertainment, you know? Matthew Cherry kind of flamed out last year, huh? Like, that seemed like a good idea at the time. And then, I don't know, I think we had Matthew Cherry on once. just once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a good idea, though. I mean, yeah, you know. But why did die? Like, what happened there? I don't know. I think Matthew Cherry was busier. We said, oh, we'll do this like every three weeks. So it's not the same thing every week. And then just <laughs> we discovered we discovered Java and and Mojo and Chris right. and Gay Funk. And then I don't know. It got uh, away from us. Yeah. Uh, how are you? How are you with details? Because I had a scary moment today. What happened? So I'm th- bad with details, just so you know. So today was my daughter's first day of daycare. Yeah. And I know where the school is. Uh, we went and we dropped her off and it was like, you know, a whole a whole thing. Right. And then I was talking to my mother in law and she's like, what's the name of the school? And I go, I don't know. I know where it is, but I don't know what it's called. Just the detail. I feel like I should know. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Oh my God, Billy. <laughs> Did the kid get home? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's fine. I, I gave the address. We're all good. But in my head, I quickly real, and I realized this as I was walking into the studio today because I was like, that's something I need to know. Like, this is, I, and just knowing where it is not helpful. I need to know the name. So I've since learned the name. But yeah, I realized then probably should be more of a detailed person. <laughs> What's your kid's name? I don't know. <laughs> I just know she sees me and she knows who I am. So we're good. <laughs> what are we doing today? Jake Plummer. Duh. <laughs> oh, wow. I once won a fantasy league with Jake Plummer. Really? 
Yeah. The snake. Uh, Jake, the snake. Uh, I did. I once, I think it was like 03 or 04. Uh, he had a great year. They get like 28 touchdowns, but he finished with a flurry and he was my starting quarterback. And, uh, and I won a, uh, I won a fantasy. It was, it was when he was with the Broncos and he had a tremendous because Billy, I don't know about you in your fantasy league as the commissioner, do you end it one week before the end of the regular season? Yeah. It, it always okay. ends like one or two weeks before. So you ended like the 16th game of the year. You don't do the 17th plumber had an outstanding final three or four games. He was my backup. I put him in. I rolled the dice with Jake, the snake, and uh, I won myself a championship. So uh, I'm very excited to talk to him. <laughs> what are you looking at? 2004. He had 27 touchdowns. That was the year. That 20, the year. Tw- 20 interceptions, though, but 27 uh, touchdowns. It's fine. Uh, I like uh, a, I like a gunslinger. I'm fine with throwing INTs if we're getting TDs. You know what I mean? Yes, uh, I like a gunslinger as well. Yeah. Uh, so Jake Plummer is going to join us and people might be asking why. <laughs> um. He runs a he runs a mushroom company now. So oh. that's why. Yes, he's got a mushroom farm. He's out in Colorado. He's an interesting dude. I don't want to talk football with him, Billy. Like, I really don't. I only like like, listen, you and I get these avails, right? And someone they were like, hey, you got to ask him at least one question about his mushroom company. And I responded, that's all I want to talk yeah. to him about. It's the only reason <laughs> I'm having him on. <laughs> you talk to Jake about training camp. Like, what are we going <laughs> to what do they think we're going to do here? <laughs> No, we're going to talk shrooms right now with Jake Plummer. Stupidity. Stu Gouts here from my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks, gather around. Everyone gather around, listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me, you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. 
Jake, they told me I had to uh, at least discuss and promote my clove farm with you. When I got to be honest with you, that's all I want to discuss with you. So, okay, I, I was just making sure you got you know, michaellove.farm, the website, and getumbo.com, my two, two mushroom endeavors I'm working on. So, okay, so it's michaellovefarm. Is that what it is? michaellove.farm instead of .com. Yeah. Okay. So that's how'd you get into this, Jake? If you don't mind telling the audience, how'd you get into this? You know, it, it just by chance, uh, a good friend of mine, Dale Jolly, me and him uh, worked with each other at Charlotte's Web when we were, you know, working with hemp oils and also the, the you know, the misconception or the, mis- the un- un- people didn't understand hemp and hemp oils at all. They just thought it was like marijuana. Same with kind of the mushrooms that we're dealing with is everyone kind of giggles and thinks I'm dealing with psychedelic mushrooms and now we're growing functional mushrooms that you can take and they're legal. And so Dale introduced me to some tinctures right before the pandemic. They really worked well for me. I felt like I was healthy. I was sleeping better. I was noticing differences in my um, reaction to seasonal changes, allergies, uh, cats, dogs, that kind of thing. So I started believing in the immune boosting and immunomodulating properties in these beautiful this beautiful queendom and uh we decided to start a company so we we threw together our our minds a little bit of money got rashad evans former ufc uh, fighter hall of famer to join in and started umbo mushrooms and out of umbo we started our quest was to provide a product that uh had mushrooms in it it wasn't just saying hey this is a mushroom bar but it has two and a half grams of mushrooms in it and they're all functional mushrooms. There's no illegal mushrooms, nothing that'll make you feel funny or feel weird. They'll just help your overall general health and wellness. And so out of that and the capsules that we sell there also came the opportunity to have uh, this farm came, came across the, my, my table and uh, jumped at the chance to try to grow some mushrooms and grow some uh, you know, functional mushrooms and gourmet mushrooms. And so now I am working in a mushroom farm for Michael Love Farm, and also helping spread the word about Umbo. So it's really beautiful. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it started back in October when I started learning how to grow mushrooms. And uh, here I am now with a team around me, and we're looking to expand and grow and um, just keep spreading this good word. I'm in, Jake. I'm in. Right on. Uh, Jake, can I ask you, like, what, like, when you left the NFL, can you, can you describe for us – some of the pain you were feeling, some of the things you were going through before you started down the path with uh, with the mushrooms, with CBD, with all the stuff that's really helped you out. Like I've read up about a lot of this stuff and I've read how much it's helped you, but what kind of pain were you in before that? Yeah, I mean, the reason for retiring really was was the pain too that yeah. I was in. My body was not feeling well. I was 212, 200, almost 215 pounds, um, 40 pounds more than what I weigh now, almost 40 pounds. And so... I wasn't in my body right, and I wasn't in my mind right. Uh, it was getting stressful. It was I was feeling my body deteriorating after ten years in the NFL, and you know, four four years prior to that in college. You know, I never had a break really in between any of that. So the retirement came. My body felt pretty good. You know, I was in lot, really good shape. Um, you know, at that point, I, I retired and moved to Sandpoint, Idaho. Got married. Um, was playing a lot of handball, was, was playing hoops, was very active, feeling really good. And it wasn't until a few years in that I, I you know, started feeling my, my hips hurting, my lower back started hurting. 
And what I realized when I went and saw Dr. Philippon up in Vail, uh, you know, all the training that I was doing was keeping all those muscles in tight and intact. And now I wasn't training like that anymore. I wasn't hitting the gym for two, three hours a day and five days a week. So what happens, happens is those muscles started to not weaken, but just not be as primed as they were. And I started feeling some injuries in my hips. So I went and got hip surgery. And that was about the time we moved back to Colorado. That was about the time that, that uh, THC was, was decriminalized for medical purposes. And I'd always known about, you know, marijuana and, and all sorts of plant medicine growing up, never really had dabbled in it or never had really used it in any type of form other than recreationally. Um, so I, I went into it with a medicinal mindset that going through these hip surgeries and using cannabis, it really helped me. And then that's when hemp oil came in, the Charlotte's Web, and it took it to another level where my inflammation was going away. I was now feeling capable and able to get down on the ground on my knees and, and sit on my heels and like play with my kids with the Legos and Hot Wheels. And, and when I would get up, it wouldn't be like this, oh, God, it wouldn't be that achy right. pain. It was like yeah. I'd get up and go. So I'm, I'm a firm believer in it because of what it's done for me. I can't tell you scientifically all of the ins and outs, but I just know that there's a lot of anti-inflammatory properties in hemp. And there's also a, a, tons of anti-inflammatory properties and a lot of mushrooms, antioxidant properties. They help you rest. They help um, you know, just balance out everything. So they're really uh, interesting to be now involved in, in another uh, endeavor that it re requires me to differentiate between psilocybin which can trip you out take you on a hallucinogenic journey can also be very healing and is being used right now to to treat addiction un, un, uncurable untreatable depression anxiety ptsd so these aren't drugs we're talking about in my mind these are medicines these are these are long time standing ancient you know uh, organisms that have been around forever that we're just remembering and so to be able to, to usher that in and to be able to make people think a little bit maybe consider where they're at in their lives and how their health and wellness is and, and, and go down this route to try to live better, live longer with more longevity, vitality and uh, zest for life. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to sit here and do that and be around the mushrooms and grow them. It's really a lot of fun. Is this the, uh, is it safe to say this is the best you felt both physically and mentally in your life or, or is that? Um, or at least it's... say that. I mean, okay. I, was, when I was training and, and you know, working out and getting stretched and all that. I mean, I was pre-NFL, right? Yeah. Pre-NFL post-NFL. Yes. I feel better than I ever have. I feel like there's very little aches and pains. You know, I got a toe that I got jammed five or six times. And, you know, I got to work on that and I'm still mm -hmm. working on getting some of that out of there. You know, I got a little back ish, low back that gives me a little bit of trouble sometimes. Uh, but, but I've also taken the mindset of, of not attaching myself to these injuries and not attaching myself to the pain because Sometimes pain can just be a habit. It can be so cyclical and such a so, so uh, repetitive every day that when you get out of bed, you start to groan and go, "Oh, my back!" And then all of a sudden, yeah, you got a back pain. But if you can change your mindset on it, and then also work with some of the, you know, the things that are out there, uh, obviously taking care of your body, obviously putting the right fuel into your body uh, to help with alleviations, uh, alleviating inflammation. You know, that's that's a big part of this too. So. I feel, I feel really good. I feel like uh, at 47 that I, I stopped aging a couple of years ago and I'm actually feeling younger every day. I feel just more uh, alive, more alert, more fresh and clear. And, uh, you know, I have to say it's because of my diet and you know, my, my approach to life and also incorporating uh, these functional mushrooms that we're extracting here at Michael Love Farm. That's so awesome.
Do you ever feel bad yeah. consuming the mushrooms after you put so much like effort into growing them? Cause like, that's the thing about being a farmer that for me would always be difficult. Like if I had a tomato farm or whatever, like a tree or however it is, you grow tomatoes and I spend all these months growing tomatoes, then to just to grow and eat it for me would just feel horrible. I feel like I'm eating like one of my kids almost. No, nah, you know, it's, it's, it's even better. You know, it really is, is something special today. I just harvested some, uh, reishi, uh, which is just a, a beautiful, beautiful mushroom, Ganoderma polychromum. And, uh, it really is, it's called the mushroom of immortality. Uh, Ooh. that's what they, the Chinese emperor would call it. That's what we, we, we deemed it, uh, basically longevity, vitality for your central nervous system. It's like a warm blanket on your central nervous system. So anxiety, stress, all this stuff doesn't go away. You just have a better way of coping with it. It helps your body balance things out. And, uh, so I harvested those and then I cut them up on a deli slicer. That really hurts when you're taking these beautiful mushrooms oh. and then you're, sli- you're slicing yeah, you're them into pieces. Torturing them. But, That's just killing uh, yeah, them. <laughs> yeah. But see, they know what they're doing here. We've given them the intent and that intent is a lot of love um, and also to be able to, for the, for people that are out there that are interested to, to, to use these, to use them and benefit from them. So they know what their role is. Their role is to get cut up into pieces, dehydrated, and then we put them through the extraction process and, and provide a beautiful tincture for people that want to try, you know. For me, Ganoderma, the, the, the Ganoderma mushroom, the Ganoderic acid helped me with my allergies. So I have a cat and I don't have seasonal allergies. And I'm not saying that everybody will react like that, but for me, it helped my immune system, um, you know, balance out, and it's definitely been beneficial. What what actually goes into mushroom farming? Like, what what does that look like? Uh, I'm not gonna take you guys around. Yes, the video right now. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Right, let's do it. Yes, thank you, and, and, uh, Mikey. That's a great I'm, way, Mikey. You just asked him, "Hey, are you at the fucking farm? Give us a tour." Yeah, I kind of want them to see it. That's really <laughs> you look like you're in a shipping container or a storage unit. Yeah, well, like, Jake, little, describe was, where you are right now, so the, the audience has some sort of idea. Like, okay. like okay. I'm out in Fort Lupton, Colorado. I'm at okay. Michael Love Farm. I was in one of the fruiting rooms, which is where we take the bags that are inoculated. We bring them in. They've now myceliated. They're ready to fruit, which means cut open and let introduce oxygen to them. Just like humans, they, they breathe oxygen in and they breathe out CO2. So the room I was in is where we let them just grow. And then we harvest them from there and do the rest. But here, I'll walk around here and show you what's going on. We got, there's one of our workers. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, we got uh, our machine here is where we put our substrate, which, you know, you take your oak pellets and your soy holes, which we use organic, non-GMO soy. We're uh, close to getting organically, organically certified, which is nice. We mix those up, then we put them in these little bags right here, and I call that a substrate. And then when we get them into the substrate, we take them into the uh, the, the sterilization room. But I can't go in there because we just cleaned it. Uh, it's all right. So, uh, so let me just show you. It's just like, yeah, you know, everything in a mushroom farm is about keeping it clean. So you got just aren't, aren't mushrooms dirty though? Oh yeah. It, it, it really, out them. in the forest, I mean, that's what they grow in. In dirt, yeah. they grow in. On I, feel trees, like I, so I feel like I can hear the, mu- uh, the mushrooms breathe right now. They're screaming, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, and then we got our basic, just this is the main room in here that, you know, we do work and packaging up our, our extracts and sending them out and dehydrator over there, drying up. This is what I did today was just cut up the reishi and put it in a dehydrator. 
Oh, wow. So that we can dry it out and then process it. And let me show you one more thing here. My favorite part of this, and that's the mushrooms when they're in the fruity room. Oh, okay. um, there's a little noise in here. Oh, my God. I if I can shut this off. What, what's go. the name of this room, Jake? The fruiting this, room. Oh, wait. Oh, the fruiting this room. is a fruity room number three. Number three. Okay. Yeah. Number three. How many, how many rooms are there? There's three fruity rooms total. Okay. So as you come in here, you see we got turkey tail growing right here. Yeah. Turkey tail's a, a really amazing treatment medicine. Um, they're using it in, in uh, overseas, doing a lot of research for cancer uh, prevention and working with gut health. And then here's the baby. These are my beauties right here, the, the reishi. That's and huge. The, uh, polychromum. They're amazing. They're just, this room's a little packed because I was cleaning the room I was in, but go down the line here and look at them. They're nice little, Damn. pretty lovely. Yeah. Hi guys. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Say hi. I'm sorry. Jake's going to kill you soon. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. See, they take the thing that is, there's no death involved. So we, oh, we right. grow them. Stop saying we process that, them. We take them. They're inside of us, giving us life. Then, you know, we have our excrements or whatever and our spit and our sweat and it goes back into the earth and then now it gets recycled. So everything's a cycle. You know, we're all one here. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. What a tour, man. Uh, like, listen, yeah. we weren't bullshitting you when we said this is all we wanted to talk about with you because this is, That's it's fascinating to me. You think Ricky Williams is sitting somewhere going, fuck, I told you so. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ricky's, Ricky's involved in, uh, you know, in cannabis, which is good. He's been yes. involved in that for a long time. That's a beautiful plant. It's got amazing properties for, you know, what they say is it's has no, you know, no known way you know to make you feel better or use for any type of like ailments which is a bunch of bs we all know that um but there it's it's growing into uh, quite an industry where this is that's just one plant though you know that's one plant in the plant right. kingdom this is an entire kingdom this is, the fungal kingdom is an entire kingdom they've de de deemed it its own kingdom just years back we call it a queendom because i think i believe you know everything came from mushrooms a lot of a lot of the stuff on earth is is all uh, ancestors of mushrooms so what they have what they have and what what we've discovered so far is so minuscule we've only scratched the surface and what we're doing now i like to use the analogy of if we were building a, an ark you know if we were building noah's ark or a big huge boat you know we have just put down the basic frame is all we've found out about these mushrooms and as we build the boat you know we're going to find more and more mushrooms we're going to discover what they can do for us we're going to research them we're going to find out you know how they how they work with the human body and so we just barely scratched the surface here um, what we're working with are the very well-known functional mushrooms uh, but we're always looking for other mushrooms out in the forest uh, trying to you know harvest locally here in colorado um and that's the fun part too i can't take it to the lab either but the lab is where we do you know clones oh, take us clone there. mushrooms it's pretty amazing uh nobody wants to go there you can't yeah, take why us can't we go let me see if I can get Jake. Yeah, just oh, a quick little stop, Jake. Jake while you're to... walking over there, Jake, like, listen, I know you're 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 growing these and you're taking great care of them and you're and you're using them for wonderful things. Have you ever just decided one day, hey, I want to trip my balls off and take some mushrooms oh, or what? Yeah, it's no, come on. Uh, yeah, you know, there's been a few Wait. times I've with intent gone and sat with with uh, the sacred medicine, and yeah. uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's gonna yes. get dark for a second. It's okay. All right. Sorry. If it you're a fine, Jake, by the way, you're right. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Yeah. You know, used used appropriately. You know, uh, used with intent and and with with um, reverie for such a, a beautiful 
you know, organism. Um, yeah, I think there's, we're being, we're being taught right now, that there's a lot of healing involved Correct. In, with psilocybin. And the thing that scares people is you look at things differently. Once you do that, you look at as, you look at everything as one instead of separate. If we want to separate everything in our country, in this culture, we want to make it black or white, good or bad. We want to label it. And what the mushroom has done for me is taken all that away. It's like, why label? Why judge? Let's all just be as, you know, compassionate as we can, kind as we can, and try to love as, as well as we can. And if we do that, if all of us have a little t- change, just a little bit, then that, that whole, that feeling gets, you know, um, it gets, you know, kind of it conducts, it starts to get bigger and better and it gets addictive to other people. And like all of a sudden, you know, the world gets better. I love that. <laughs> Uh, plumber um, for president. You I should mean, run seriously. for office. Don't, yes. No, no, no. Why not? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm too much of a fun guy. Yeah, yeah. you are. Fun, yeah, fun you're guy. great. This is fun fascinating. Guy. So where? So fun so guy. again, where is, are it, we? Fun is guy. it? Fun guy? Get it? Fun guy. Fun guy. Yeah, fun guy. Right now, let me show you where we're at. We're in the. Uh, <laughs> this is the incubation room where we, where you know, this is a block of of substrate, just a, uh, oak and soy. This is what it looks like, oh. and then we we introduce. Um, uh, uh, inoculated grains, uh, Gen 1, Gen 2 bag of grains that are inoculated. And each one of those grains becomes an inoculation point inside the bag. So once we put it in there, it, it takes a little time, but they go from being these dark substrate bags. You can start seeing some of the mycelium in here start to spread. Mm. These bags are basically a house that the mushroom can eat. So it lives in there and then before long, it turns into a bag like this. It starts to get more and more mycelium. And then once it gets to about like this, it's time to fruit it, fruit it, which means we cut it open and introduce oxygen. And then the mushroom does the rest. For What's it. creating Amazing. like all that humidity that's building up in there. So we've created inside here, what would be the same as, as you would find in a forest, you know, in the forest, you, you, you find mycelium underneath trees that are decomposing. So we try to keep it dark and cool in here. And then all of this is just, is, is CO2 as mm. it's growing. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's exerting the CO2. And so once we cut this bag open and take that out and it gets oxygen, it just, boom, starts to grow. And so some of these take a while. Reishi takes quite a few months to actually grow to full fruiting capacity. Um, lion's mane is, a, is one I'm sure you heard of. It, it grows yeah. a lot faster from, from, from uh, inoculation, you know, from liquid culture to pulling the fruit off is about eight weeks. And that's pretty fast for a mushroom. So, um, yeah, we got all the stuff happening here. We got our liquid cultures with our mycelium. We got our Gen 1s, which are, again, you see all that. This is an early Gen 1 with no mycelium, and here's one that's got – it's ready. This one's ready to go oh. into a Gen 2 bag, which is a bigger bag like this. And then that becomes what we put into the substrate bag. So kind of fun. Uh, you have piqued Billy's curiosity, Jake, in a way that like, I don't understand. I was, I was like, already in before we started yeah. this thing, but Billy is Billy is curious now. I, I don't I, get like eighty percent of what you're saying, but I'm in, man. <laughs> like you're selling right. you me can on watch this. Some videos, and uh, you can learn pretty quick. It's pretty yeah. amazing. So here's the we're in our lab right now. I'm going to oh. be in here quick because I don't want to contaminate it. No, no, okay. no. This is like laminar flow hoods that that blow positive pressurized air. So there's no chance of contamination over our workspace right here. And it blows everything out. So, you know, with a mushroom farm, the main thing you fight and come across is contamination. There's yeah. just one little piece of spit lands in the 
in a bag or in your, your gen one or gen two, and then can, can completely ruin that whole bag. So mm. yeah, we're doing scientific stuff out here, man. It's a lot of fun. You know, we're great. also dabbling in, in, in nature, you know, it's really all about nature. What Dr. Jake, we're, just, we're doing it. Don't, don't go there yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no doctor. No, sir. Uh, you're doing great work, man. And I'm glad you personally, like from a mental and physical standpoint that you're feeling as good as you, you, you know, you have, you know, I guess going back to your pre-playing days. So uh, that's what yeah. this has been fascinating. I'm not like no shit dude. the three of us are sitting here, like hanging on your every word. The tour was amazing. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's mycolove.form. So check it out. Uh, Jake, we, we really enjoyed this. Thank you for the tour. Anything you want to say or promote on the way out here? No, I mean, that's the thing. This mycolove.farms where we're growing uh, great mushrooms, having fun, making extracts that are really good for you. And then, you know, we're going to be working with eventually uh, Umbo, which is getumbo.com, G-E-T-U-M-B-O. Uh, also creating a bar there that's really good with two and a half grams of mushroom in it, in them, and then also some capsules. And uh, yeah, just really want to promote, promote peace, love, and mushrooms, man. That's really uh, all I'm here to promote. Listen, I uh, I go out to Colorado a lot. I go to Boulder. I go to Red Rocks. I see Dead & Company shows. Can I stop by the farm and hang with Jake Jake Plummer when I come out there? Of course. Of course, man. You let me know when you're coming. We give tours once in a while. We have an open house coming up this Friday. Actually, that's tomorrow. Uh, And then, yeah, you know, just just things happening, man. Good stuff happening. You get out this way, I'd love to show you in person what we got going on. All right. You want to go to the concert afterwards with me or what? If there's a good show, yeah, I'm down. I love uh, Dead & Company. It's the only band I like is Dead & Company. That's it. Grateful Dead. Ah, cool, man. Yes. Cool. All right. Uh, Jake, this has been amazing, man. Uh, good luck with it. Continued success. And uh, I'm glad, again, that you're feeling great and uh, and you're really doing good work, man. Thank you so much. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. If you got any right. questions, thanks. reach out. Uh, we will, man. Right Thank you so much. Appreciate Peace. your time and your patience. And the tour was fantastic. All righty. You guys be good. Thanks. You, you too, Jake. Holy shit, Billy. Sometimes you go into these things and you have no idea what to expect. Is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? And I got to be honest, when Jake Plummer sat down, I was thinking, oh, boy. Um, really? But th- yes. But then about five minutes, I was captivated. Billy, That you know me very well at this point. Like, I don't like I'm ADHD to the max. I was captivated there in a way that you've never seen me. But so were you. And so was Mikey. A. Like, we were fascinated by the entire thing. <laughs> I was. And I also um, quickly learned that it didn't take a lot to get Jake to kind of agree to do stuff. Like, he told us multiple things he couldn't do or show us. And then we're just like, come on, please. And he's like, <laughs> OK. <laughs> Seems like a great candidate for God bless football. I mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? We put him on with this is a goal like a Sims or this is a Mojo Chris K Funk situation. I don't know. What do you think? It can't be Golic. I don't think. Um, Sims out? Oh, no, not Sims. Uh, <laughs> it's a Mojo situation. The boys. Can you imagine Mojo promoting his mushroom company? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what we need. We need to make this happen. Yes. We are going to. And we'll make it part of our our fantasy show, our new show. Sure. Yes. Wow. Why? Matthew Cherry, Jake the Snake, Inferno, and Jeff Lunau, maybe. <laughs> and Dino. 
Oh, Dino, too. I forgot. I can't forget Dino. Yes. <laughs> Are we going to do this, this fantasy football show? Who knows? We say a lot of things. <laughs> Billy and I are trying to work it out. Uh, A fantasy football show. We'll see if we can make it happen. Um, That was so much fun with Jake Plummer, man. I was, uh, Billy, like, what were you thinking before we started? Like, bad idea, good idea? What was your honest, what were your honest thoughts headed into the podcast? I wasn't sure what he was promoting at the beginning. And you said, I want to talk to him. And I was like, okay, like, we'll see where it goes. And I'm so glad that we did. (laughs) It went to the, uh, to the absolute best place. And now I'm headed out to Colorado. I'm going to join that company and take shrooms with Plummer. How about wow. that? <laughs> this is very exciting. He didn't seem like too keen on the idea of going to a dead and company show with me. No, uh, didn't seem like his situation, but no, no, but, but listen, wait until he hears them when he's on some troops. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that'll be it. Uh, I like that Jake is trying to do good with LSD. Like that is that, that that's encouraging to me, you know? Because I've told you the story. When I took LSD, I sat around outside my dorm room, six in the morning with stick. I had sticks, Billy. I was drawing uh, st- uh, animal figures in the dirt. That's what I was doing at 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Jake clearly trying to do much more productive. Yeah, I think he's being a little he's more productive. He's cancer and mental illness. Yeah. I was drawing animals. Not to each their own. <laughs> Stupidity. Duke Outs here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.